Here we go again. Welcome to the Sloppy Book Club podcast. I'm Jenny. And I'm Celise. And we are on episode 16. Whoop. We are. So excited to be back on. So for this week's episode, we are going to be trying a hard, or reviewing rather, hard seltzer and a wine. We're also going to be talking about our top three books that we've read so far this year for 2022. And we have two books that we want to review. I'm going to be reviewing like a coming of age, a summer must read, because I really feel like it's something that you can read at the beach or like this summer. I feel like everyone should read it. To me, it was really, really good. (laughs) And Jenny, you're going to be doing, what is it, a fantasy YA high fantasy book. A YA high fantasy book. Yes. So sit back, relax, grab your drink, and join us on our craziness. <laughs> yes. Do you want me to go first with my drink? Yes. Alright. So I have um, a wine, and it's the brand's Confetti, and the flavor is Summer Peach. Mm. Another peach wine. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think Mike is drawn to these wines because mm. I don't buy them. He goes and buys them for me. Nice. He's like, let's let her try this one. Okay, that's good. Does it? Okay. Every time you say peach, I always think of like you know those candies, peach rings. Yeah. I'm so always. Does it taste like a peach ring? Yes. Okay. This one tastes like a peach ring. Because yes. every time you do like anything peach, I'm like, oh, I hope it tastes like a peach ring. Because those are, yeah, like, one of my... Most of the ones that I've tasted that are peach aren't like that at all. Mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. one's really sweet, and it actually tastes like a peach ring. Oh, it's I'm good. jealous. Um, so, I'm going to finally be drinking something. I'm going to do a hard seltzer. <laughs> um, I'm taking sips. I'm not drinking the whole thing. But I just want a, a nice, refreshing taste of a hard seltzer. All right. So the first you go one, crazy over there. huh? I like, said, "Go crazy." Go crazy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure with one sip, I will, because it's been so long. Um, so I have a hard seltzer. It is a truly. I'll probably be doing trulies for the next couple weeks, just because it's like a go-to and it's super simple. So this one is one of their margarita styles, um, hard seltzer, and it's a strawberry hibiscus. And I've had drinks with hibiscus in it, and I feel like it's too strong of a flavor, and it overpowers other ones, like hibiscus yeah. itself. Let's see. I'm pretty sure I like that one. I actually have a few in my fridge right now. Oh, yeah. This is good. Yeah. It's like candy. Oh, my God. It's 5.3% alcohol. Oh, Yeah. My cheeks are going to get red. I'm going to feel yeah, all tingly with just two <laughs> sips. This is exciting, though, because now you get to try all this stuff that I've been drinking yes. the whole time. So I can't wait. Try one yeah. I can't cool. wait. I can't wait. All right. So do you want me to go first with my top three books of this? Sure. Well, half yes. year kind of thing. Okay. So first up is it ends with no. Yeah, it ends with us, right? Is that what it's called? Oh my god! It ends with us. Yeah. Is like it? October? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I for a minute. You see, it's already getting oh. to me. 
It ends with us by Colleen Hoover. Just for the emotional roller coaster, emotional bang it had, I feel yeah. like it's something that I think about. Um, it's something that comes to mind once anybody tells me, oh, what's something that you've read? That's one of the books that I always kind of mention. Um, especially for that emotional, the emotional damage it does to you. Nice. So that's my first one. My second one is, I wrote it down, House of Sky and Breath. I just have, come on, Sarah J. Mass. I have to, I have to put her out there. Um, It was one of the books that I was waiting for for 2022. Um, I didn't have to wait that long for it compared to other people. So I feel like it was a good wait. Um, yeah. the ending alone is amazing. Okay. So yeah. it's like, how can I not mention it? Um, and then my last one is Where the Crawdads Sing. Just because oh, it, okay. it's one that I really enjoyed that I didn't at the beginning. Because remember when we were both reading it? You were like, oh my yeah. God, I love this book. And I'm just like, mm, I don't know if I love it yet. I'm, it's, I, it was a struggle in the beginning, but I'm so happy I pushed through because it was really good and I can't wait for the movie to come out. So those are, oh, and that's by Delia, Del- Delia, Delia Owens. Owens, yes. Delia Owens, Delia Owens yes. Yeah. We're, okay. I'm just botching names like I always do. I mean, it's pretty usual. It's fine. <laughs> but those are, those are my top three for half of 2022 so far. Okay. All right. I'm mad I didn't put where the crowd at thing on my top three, but I feel like it would be somewhere on my top five because that was a really, really yeah. classic book. It was. It was amazing. And the it movie, was. I'm hoping, does it justice. I know. Um, so my top three. So my first one is House of Sky and Breath by Sarah J. Mass. Of, of course. Um, number two, Electric Idol by Katie Robert. I really want you to read those books. I know, I know, I know. They're so good. Um, but book two, I believe, is my favorite. Okay. And then for three, I have a tie because I couldn't choose. Okay. So I'll I take have, it. Okay, good. Fireheart by Emma Hamm. Mm-hmm. And These Hollow Vows by Lexi Ryan. Okay. They're, they're teeter-tottering mm-hmm. for third. It's like one thing. What would put one thing over oh, the other? I know. So I think, so I thought about something like that, and I think for These Hollow Vows, it might give it a little bit more of an edge because it's more of a love triangle okay so there's tons of slow burn mm-hmm. and the end got me really hyped up so i might actually pick these hollow vows thank you thank you're you welcome they're pretty close i think mm-hmm. and you yeah. see love triangles are just not my thing so i love it <laughs> especially when one's like really nice and then one's mm-hmm. bad but then again i love you know what I'm going to mention, Twilight, you know, that oh, was a love God. triangle, so <laughs> I guess I can't it hate it, but it just frustrates me. I just, yeah, uh, frustrating. pick one. 
It's not fair. You can't have two. But I guess you can. But I guess. that I guess you can. All right. So those were our top three for 2022 for half of the year so far. Um, I'm excited for books to come. Um, with it being summertime and not me working, I'm hoping... I get to like read as much as I did last year. I'm not even close to meeting my margin for last year. So let's see how this summer goes. Um, but yeah, so now we're going to go into our book reviews. Did you want to go first or does it matter? Uh, yeah, I can go first. It's fine. Okay. Um, so I am going to talk about Groundbreaker by Victoria Aviard. We love her. Red Queen. Love, love, love her. Um, so yeah, I do love the Red Queen series, but I think this one's going to top it. Really? Um, yeah, I really do love Breaker so mm-hmm. much. Um, so it's a YA high fantasy, and I read it a year ago when it came out, mm-hmm. and then I have to do a reread because Blade Breaker is coming out, So which it did. Um, and it was just as amazing as the first time around. Um, so it has multiple point of views, and like, when I say multiple point of views, there's like five different people mm-hmm. that talk throughout this book. Um, so it's about a group of heroes coming together to save Allward from basically being torn open, allowing creatures from other worlds or realms to enter Allward. Okay. So the prologue, it starts off with like this huge bang, like there's already a war starting it's right from the beginning. You meet immortals, humans, some of the villains. And basically, the immortals find out that somebody has the partial ability to open a gateway called the spindle to other worlds using a sword called spindle blade. Hmm. So basically, you need two things to open a door to another realm. You need a spindle blade and then core blood, which is like this ancient bloodline. Okay. But there aren't many people left in the world with that bloodline, so they never really worried about it too much. Mm -hmm. But then they started to hear about this one person who was trying to do that. So that brings us to this squire named Andrew Trelland, who escapes while this war is happening to go warn his queen. His queen's name is Erida. She's super young, 21. Her parents have died already, so she's just learning how to become queen. Mm -hmm. And she basically tells him, relax, don't tell anyone, just go be with your mom who's sick and stay there until I come talk to you. She sort of believes him that this is happening, but she doesn't. She's basically trying to, I guess, find her way as a queen. Mm -hmm. So she wants to be super powerful, but she doesn't want to go around saying, oh, this squire told me this, so now we have to act kind of thing. Right. But she, does, she, she didn't doesn't want to want, jump into it. Yes, she didn't want to jump the gun and believe just one person. Yeah. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Even though this one person she grew up with because okay. he's always lived in the castle grounds. She knows him very well. He knows her. But she just tells him, she kind of poo-poo's him away and it's like, don't tell anyone, just stay where you are. Then that brings us to an immortal who has one of, like, the big roles in the book. And he goes to his queen, the immortal queen, and tries to explain to her what's happening and what's going on with this person who's trying to open this portal. Um, She's basically like, 
stay out of it. We can't help these humans. What's done is done. She's pretty much very selfish and trying to get back to her world because those immortals are kind of stuck in all word. Okay. I can't say that word. All all word? All word. Okay. It's all and then ward. All ward. All ward. I just can't say it. It's Mm -hmm. so annoying. Um, So basically, she's like, leave them alone. It is what it is. If this is truly happening, we can't help them. So he doesn't want to give up. He's like, I'm going to try to do something about it. So he goes to seek out this assassin who was recommended to him to have her help him find someone who has this ancient bloodline called core blood. So she finally decides to help him after him offering her a ton of money. So they go off to find this person. And then that brings us to the main character who has the core blood. And they all kind of get together to figure out how to stop this person, the villain. So we learn by this point that there's different, like it's not just one portal that gets opened to like one realm. It's every spindle that's in this whole like map this world opens to like a different realm which i thought was really cool like there's one called the dazzling realm where one person actually is able to open this a little bit stick their hand in and they can pull out like diamonds and jewels and all that stuff which is nice can i have that i know right (laughs) and then (laughs) there's this other one that it opens up into like a water realm where all these sea creatures are able to kind of come in and out mm-hmm. of all world. So they all get together, these group of heroes from different parts of the map to try to stop this. And the whole book is pretty much a huge quest. So nice. it's very much Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. the Hobbit kind of thing, mm-hmm. which makes sense because she's a super fan of Lord of the Rings. I heard. So you could literally like see where she gets all of her inspiration from. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and haven't you just started or you read like The Hobbit or something like recently? I read The Hobbit and the first Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. I didn't finish. Mm-hmm. I know. I tried to and then <laughs> all these other books just get thrown at you. And yeah. Like, yeah I can read that one and that one. So mm-hmm. yeah, it kind of went to the back burner a little bit. But at um, least you so could kind of get the perspective or, like, see where her inspiration came from because you kind of read a little bit right. of it, so. Yeah, and it, 100%, you definitely see where she gets her love of Lord of the Rings and all mm-hmm. that stuff into this book. Clearly, it's not the same, but you mm-hmm. can definitely see the inspiration. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what the whole book is, pretty much a huge quest. Yes, it leaves you on a cliffhanger. Which of course. So bad <laughs> that I have to wait this whole time. Um, but yeah, there's so many different elements that I like about it. And you know me, my favorite is YA fantasy. And mm-hmm. that's my lane. And that's, I'm, that's probably why I love it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but it gives you like slow burn, evil love interest, action, twist. There's a lot of twists, world building, banter. Like, yeah, it's just perfect. So even in this, there's. There's some romance in it? So there is, but it's YA. So no, right, right, right. No, so but I... That's just like um, innocent sort right. of romance. Uh-huh. Slow burn type mm-hmm. thing. I feel like this next one's going to have a little more because of two 
people that kind of get together where you start to feel mm-hmm. like it's going somewhere. And one mm-hmm. was like really like, oh, I want to be with you. And the other one's like, I don't really care. Right, kind of right. Thing. So you No, I don't. I only ask because if it's like a quest, it I'm I'm trying to envision it. Is it like a lot of action and story and you know that kind of thing, or is there some romance in it? Because you know you want a little bit of of that kind of you know suspense and you know you want to be on the quest with them. But you know me, I, right. I love a little romance too. Some young love. Yeah. <laughs> There's definitely a little bit. Okay, cute, Out cute, cute, awesome. Um, what I was going to ask you, it's probably going to come to me later, but there was a question I had, but it's not coming to me. Um, but with, oh, um, with Blade Breaker, you know, because I follow her on Instagram, she's been like making like a lot of references to like the plot and like how things are. Are you suspecting any big like drama or like even maybe like a death of a character? Because like the way she kind of like made it seem on Instagram is like she's going to leave her readers feeling some way. At least from like her Instagram posts as she was writing it and as she was making those like edits and stuff. I'm just like, oh, this is going to be like big. So it's going to be heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. And so you read The Red Queen. Yes. So, you know, there's a character in there that dies. That's mm-hmm. kind of shitty for mm-hmm. them to die. Yep. After they're found and... Yeah. And together and then that's it. She kills them off. So yeah. So I have a feeling that I know who she's going to kill off. Mm-hmm. Because obviously she's going to kill somebody off. She, right. like, thrives on this and mm-hmm. it's annoying. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I feel like I know who it's going to be. Uh-huh. And I'm going to be very upset. Oh, no. Like, I'm so hot. It's oh, And it's now. always, like, a really good character. Like, kind of, like, beloved. Because when she killed off the person in Red Queen, I was like, what the? What was the reason? You know, like, Cardi B, like, what was the reason? Like, what? you did not need to do that. Like, that was no. not fair. Especially for a lot of reasons. <laughs> Especially bringing him back and then... Don't get yeah, me started. I, that so was, that was pretty awful. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, I foresee it. All right. So I'm I'm preparing myself. So I have both books. So that is something I will be diving into. That's probably gonna be like when I take the kids to the park because I have you know the book version. Like yeah. I don't have the Kindle version. So that's probably what I'm gonna be doing when I take the kids to the park. Just. Throughout the summer, reading a little bit mm-hmm. at a time. It's not going to be something that I can read, like, in a day or... Oh, definitely not. It's, it's something so that I'm, I'm going to... Yeah. I'm going to have to, like, read it over the course of some days or weeks, rather. So, But I'm excited to read it because I know how happy you are about it. So I kind of want to be able to talk about it with you because I know you want to talk about it with someone. Yeah. So <laughs> I'll try and be that someone for you. Okay, thanks. All right, so my book is like to me like a summer beach must read, and it's called Every Summer After. Um, so that's why I feel like it's a good summer book, obviously, because it talks a little bit about somewhere. Um, but it is a coming of age story. Um, it's kind of like a romance. Okay, let me just explain the story. So there's three main characters. It's Persephone. It's Sam and it's Charlie. 
Um, but we get the perspective. It's in the point of view of Persephone um, or AKA Percy. They call her Percy. Um, and this story flips back and forth between the present time and her summer spent at a place called Barry's Bay. And it's like a lake, a lake shore kind of um, small town. So usually it's very touristy in the summer. You get like a beach house or lakefront house kind of thing. So her parents bought this lake house and while when she was 13 years old and um, it's somewhere they used to go every summer and that's where she met Sam and Charlie. Um, the story begins with Percy getting... She's coming back into her house after spending a night out on the town. She's a little tipsy. Um, she just broke up with her boyfriend, but she's not really like, she's not tipsy or drunk because she broke up. They, they broke up. It's more of like she just needed a night out kind of thing um, because she always talks about how like she was in love with someone else and no one's kind of like met that expectation for her so she doesn't give her all into her relationships because she knows like they're never gonna amount to that person so she's drunk and she's coming into her house and she's getting undressed and she gets a phone call but she doesn't know the number but she answers it anyway and we learn that it's a, from somebody called charlie and charlie's letting her know that his mom passed away and he knows that, you know, she held, like, she was really important to her in her teenage years and growing uh -huh. up during the summer. Um, that was someone that, you know, she was really close to. And he's like, I know it's been over 12 years that we haven't really spoken or seen you, but I thought you should know that. He called her mom. Um, and she was like, oh, my God, Sue died? Like, what? So he was like, the funeral's gonna be on Sunday if you wanna come. And she was like, absolutely, I'm definitely gonna come. But as she's getting this message, she's thinking about Sam, and Sam is Charlie's brother. So, um, we, okay. right. So you kind of already start to feel like, oh, is that the, you know, guy that kind of got away kind of thing? And yeah. she keeps, she keeps talking about how, um, she hasn't seen them for 12 years ever since that fateful Thanksgiving weekend. But she doesn't go into details as to what happened that Thanksgiving to, like, change their whole relationship. And that's basically the whole story is present and then the summer and then us building to that moment of what happened that Thanksgiving. So the whole story is, you know, flip-flop back and forth. And about Sam and Percy's friendship, because they were friends at first. Um, they were only 13 when they met. And, you know, as they progressively got older, the closer they got to the point where their families were like, okay, I, like you guys, I feel like you guys are spending too much time together. But she's like, that's my best friend. Like they worked in, the, in Sue's restaurant, which was Sam and Charlie's mom's restaurant. Um, they did everything, like, went swimming, tanning, reading, like, that was, like, her go-to person, and he was her go-to person, 
and they would spend, you know, when she would go back home, um, they would, you know, email each other, call each other all the time. And then in the summer, it was like if she never left kind of thing. Um, and then she's always had feelings for Sam, but Sam never upfront was about it. So it took years before he was finally like, oh, you know, let's have a relationship. But at first, he he said no because he didn't want that friendship to end. He was like, I don't want to yeah. ruin... He was like, I don't want to ruin this, you know? Like, I don't want this to ruin what we have because it's so special to him. But she took that as a... What do you call it? Like, um... Oh, my God, what's the word? Like, <laughs> like when... When someone um, denies you, oh my God, this is going to bother me. Dead air. Sorry oh, for the oh dead my. air. But it, basically, she took it as like him not wanting her instead of seeing his perspective. So yeah. she was mad about it, cried about it with her, her best friend. And then finally, he was like, okay, because she started, he was like, you know, you should see other people. Like, we should live our lives, and if we, you know, end up together, then we end up together. But right okay. now, I want us to focus on school because he wanted to become a doctor. That was, like, his thing since he was 13 because his dad passed away from a heart attack, and he wanted to become a cardiologist, and he was just, like, reading science books at the age of 13, like, these big, thick textbooks while she's writing short horror stories. Uh -huh. Um... And he was like, you should pursue your writing. And I really want to pursue, you know, becoming a doctor. So finally, he finally caves because she was, she, she was going to, she dated someone, you know. Yeah. And oh, he got jealous. Yes, he got super jealous. And his brother, Charlie, was like, you're being so stupid. You know, if you're not going to fight for her, someone will. And right. Charlie would always, like, nag him about it and make, like, little windows to her. Like, ooh, um, Percy, you're looking more like a woman, like, you know, as oh she got God. older. <laughs> <laughs> so when she was, like, 17, um, Charlie was already, like, in, in college or whatever. So he would come for the summer and he was like, oh, Percy, I see, like, you're getting more beautiful. And he even had, like, all these girlfriends. And at one point... After their, um, after one night working, they all went, like, skinny dipping. And Charlie was, like, he told Charlie, um, I mean, he told Percy, he was, like, oh, it would be nice if you joined, like, me and my girlfriend kind of thing. Like, oh, my God. And what an Sam, brother. And Sam would get so red and mad. And he was, like, Charlie, um, Charlie, shut up kind of thing. But he told him, he was like, if you don't fight for her, someone right. will. So, like, trying to push him to, like, make a move. So, finally, he did. Um, and they're dating and everything's going well up until Sam goes. So, the first summer that they're officially together, Sam tells her, I'm not going to be able to spend the whole summer with you. I got into, like, this really prestigious, like, um science club kind of thing at the college I want to go to um, before the semester starts um, because I believe it, yeah it was their senior year so he was like you know before you know I officially start you know I want to join this program 
So Sam, Percy's pissed. One, because Sam told her last minute. So he kept it from her. Like, he didn't even tell her he applied. And then two, like, this was their summer before they went off to college. And she's already feeling like when they go to college, they're going to separate colleges. So they're not even going to see each other a lot anyway. So she was like, this is our summer before. And he's already, like, cutting it short. Yeah. So he goes away and he... And he goes away and while he's out there, he starts getting, like, really standoffish. And she's like, is there someone else? Is it me? Like, she didn't really have a lot of confidence. So she's like, is it me? Well, I mean, really, he... First of all, did not want to be with her when yeah. friends. Mm-hmm. The only reason he got with her was because his brother pushed him. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Don't be mad at Sam, okay? Because I love Sam. I really do. Okay. I really. Well, he so got me mad. He really. Great. He he did get me mad, but I could understand his perspective because he. You could tell he loved Percy before he officially told her. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and. So, he's away, and he's being standoffish, and he's in this dorm with his friends, and one day, he emails her, and he's like, hey, we really need to talk tonight, because I want us to kind of, like, hold back on how much we communicate, because it's getting in the way of what I'm doing here at the science club, whatever. Okay, Sam. All right. Hey, he has goals, okay? <laughs> Which is fine. Don't bring her along. And that's the problem. And so, Percy's pissed. Like, she's crying after reading this email. She read it, like, five times. She's like, oh, so you want a break, basically? So, she calls the dorm. but Because oh, they usually have, like, a set time. And she calls the dorm, and there's a party happening in his room. And a chick answers the phone. Oh, no. So you already know. She's like, what the fuck? He's talking about he wants to, you know, pay attention to his studies and focus on his studies. And there's music. People sound like they're drinking. And a chick is answering the phone. She's like, I need to speak to Sam. And she's like, oh, um, she's like, this is Percy, and she's like, oh, Percy, and before, like, he could, she could even finish, the phone is, like, ripped out of her hand, and Sam is on the phone, and he's like, you know, Percy, you know, um, can we call at our designated time? She was like, no, you want to go, you want to break up, and, you know, have this break, and he's like, no, he's like, look, I'm, he's trying to be honest, he's like, I'm kind of, you know, intoxicated right now. I can't have this conversation with you. Let's have it at 8 o'clock tomorrow or whatever. And she's, she just hangs up on him. So she goes to Charlie and she explains the situation to Charlie. And Charlie is pissed. He's like, she, he's so stupid. And while he's been away, Percy and Charlie have been becoming closer. A twist? Yes. Plot <laughs> twist. So... So Charlie is like, my brother's so stupid. I can't believe this. And, you know, he's like, let me take you out. We're going to go to like a drive-in because he knows she likes horror movies and stuff. And it's like horror movies. So he takes her to the drive-in 
and they become close and that's where I'm gonna leave it okay good because I'm gonna read it that's where I'm gonna leave it um obviously there's gonna be a huge incident and incidents happen and Percy's back in town She's seeing Sam and Charlie for the first time in 12 years. And that's that. That's okay. all I'm going to say. You got me. I'm going to read it. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I feel like it could be a movie. I like the change in like it being present and then going back to each summer. Because yeah. I envisioned it as a movie playing out. Like, okay, this is her summer when she's 13. This is the summer when she's, like, 15. You know, the pre- and then it flipping back to the present. You know, having those flashbacks, kind of. So, I really, really enjoyed that. Because I, I read it as a movie playing out in my head. If that right. makes sense. <laughs> it does make sense. But I really enjoyed the book. It was so good. So it's, I'm intrigued. Every summer after... Um, it's, I feel like it's becoming popular more. I've been seeing it more tagged, um, like on Instagrams and stuff. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Give it a go. It's really good. I will. I enjoyed it. And yeah, that's all I got. All right. So, that's all I got. episode people as you can tell I'm I only had two sips oh Jenny <laughs> how am I gonna do this oh that's my god Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.